Welcome to Active Bim, a podcast about superhero TV shows, movies, and alien scarabs. My name is Dan Morin, and I am joined as always by my co-host John Moltz is here. Hi, John. So many alien scarabs. <laughs> Just all the time. Everywhere. Uh, Guy English is also here. Hi, Guy. Turns out uh, Jim Dalrymple is uh, Jaime's uncle. That's kind of a weird... <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a, a cut that will not be funny to everybody, no. but I appreciate it. No, but it's I hope one. it's funny to Jim, because uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> he big listener of this show. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well, we are here to discuss Blue Beetle, uh, the movie, DC movie that came out earlier this year, 2023, in August, and is now available on Max for streaming. Um, I'll run through a really quick... Uh, you know, uh, uh, synopsis of what's going on. Um, and then we will uh, have a little discussion about it. Uh, essentially, this movie takes place um, in mostly in Palmero City. Which I'm taking to be Miami, city. right? Like Basically Miami, but it is like a it. regional right. city. Yeah. Uh, Palmero, sorry, Palmero City. Uh, and we follow Jaime Reyes, who is returned after graduating, uh, only to learn that his family is going to get kicked out of their house. Um, they manage, he manages to get a job with the help of his sister, um, basically cleaning the house of Victoria Cord, who is the sister of the disappeared Ted Cord, um, who, which run, who runs a, basically a big company named Cord Industries. In the opening, we see them like somewhere in like Antarctica looking for basically a giant uh, <laughs> sphere of some kind that they're trying yeah. to get into. Anyways. It's basically the beginning of the Marvels. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so uh, uh, Jaime gets fired um, for trying to stand up to Victoria Cord, who has uh, gotten angry at her niece, Jenny, who is Ted's daughter, who is objecting to the things that she's doing with her company. And Jenny basically tells Jaime to, like, I'll get you a job. Come to Cord Tower tomorrow. Um, Jenny steals with the scarab, which is being used to basically make weapons. Uh, and then avoids uh, having getting caught by giving it to Jaime. Uh, Jaime opens the box, and the scarab jumps out and basically fuses with him, turning him into the Blue Beetle. And he flies up into space, and he flies down and almost hits the water and all that stuff. That, yeah, that that software package has a terrible onboarding system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it works great on alien planets. It's like uh, maybe Kai's power hud basically it is so <laughs> yes it's yeah. like i like it a lot it's like this it is very much it is very much like a winamp skin yes from <laughs> yeah i kind of like it era. it's like it's distinct enough for not from iron man and it's got like that sort of 90 super high gradient thing you know like around the it's edge very, of it. yeah it's very yeah. it's surprisingly accurate to the comics or at least some of the yeah. you know like like young justice and stuff versions of this character um, in terms of its look, I thought it was a pretty solid uh, approach. Yeah, I like it. Um, I, I like Kai's yeah, power know, tools like it too. too. It's I, just a very yeah. It's a right. it's a lot, right? Like it is. A, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's it's a look. Yeah. Um, uh, Jaime ends up rescuing Jenny and getting all the details. The scarab is a sentient weapon and has chosen Jaime. Um, they break into Cord Tower to get a smartwatch that belonged to Ted, so they can like get more answers about it. But they end up in a fight with the bad guy, whose name is Carapax. Um, who already has like one of these uh, um, super soldier um, armor things kind of attached to his body. Um, and so uh, they basically knock him out for the moment and then go to Cord Manor where they find the secret lair and, and reveal that Ted Cord was the vigilante named Blue Beetle, uh, who before he disappeared. 
Um, Jaime realizes that that Victoria is going to go off to um, basically try to get him uh, through his family and goes back to his house uh, to save his family. Unfortunately, his father dies from a heart attack during that, and he gets captured and is taken to an uh, island fortress, and he's strapped to a machine, so they're going to try to take all the information out of that to power up all these cord weapons. Um, but he gets a vision from his father and decides to embrace his destiny, and then uh, as Carapax gets powered up, uh, they end up having a you know a fight, fight, fight. Uh, the rest of the family has found uh, Ted's ship and arsenal and basically use it to go rescue him. Um, Jaime almost kills Carapax, but then realizes that Carapax himself was in like basically used by Victoria after she more or less recruited him as a child soldier. <laughs> um, yeah. And so he lets he lets him go, and and Carapax basically <laughs> blows up himself and the island and Victoria and everything. Uh, Jenny becomes the new head of Cord Industries. Pretty sure that's how uh, that works. Helps. Pretty yep. sure. Well, she's on the board. <laughs> yeah. She's on the board. She probably has some stock. Yeah, she probably um, must. Yeah, yeah. She got she got um, and coached through it by Ollie Queen. That's what happened. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Uh, she's going to your parents. <laughs> fix up their house and everything. And the neighbors show up and they, you know, provide support or whatever. And then uh, I mean, and Jenny of a smoochie and then they fly off to that smooch, smooch, smooch is the equivalent of fight, fight, fight. Uh, and they fly off to the court estate. And then we get a mid credit scene where it turns out that Ted is alive, but somewhere that nobody knows. And the end. Uh, will this character ever be seen again? Well, James Gunn has <laughs> said that this, while this movie itself may not be treated as canon, that the actor uh, would be, uh, that Blue Beetle would exist in the new DC universe. So there's at least that. I think he deserves um, it. I, I... Yes. Yeah. Zaulau Maridueña. Oh yeah, the actor is definitely good, but I mean the character, yeah, the I, character itself, I thought was like, yeah, that worked pretty. Good. I I have been a fan of Jaime Reyes as a character. Yeah. Like I think he's he. I mainly know him from the was it season two of Young Justice. Yeah, terrific. Um, but I, I really I, like. I, him I can't recall if we covered that or not. We might have, but it was good. We've certainly talked about it yeah. in the past. I don't yeah. remember if we've yeah covered it in detail, but um, so. Yeah, I mean, like, my broad feelings about this movie are like, is this an um, amazing uh, superhero movie? N no, it's not amazing. <laughs> but, like, there is a world where I feel like if this had come out maybe before the MCU, like, before the MCU had really established oh, sure. its, its formula, like, yeah. even a few movies into the MCU, I think this probably would have gotten a better... Ra like I don't think it did badly as far as reviews go. It didn't do great right. financially, but yeah. I I don't think the movie is actually bad. I would say it's like a solid B. Hey, that's not doing Sorry, a B for bit. Yeah. No, I didn't. And you're using the wrong rating system. God damn. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Well, he thinks uh, he's getting away with it. No, I'm new here. Rating system. I'm, I'm new here. <laughs> not on. Uh, not on this ship. Not I, not next I, to this warp I, core. I, there, you know, there are things I like about it, and there are things I don't like about it. Yeah. Okay, all right, that's fair. Well, I will say, um, I, you know, I, you know, one of the things I really like the most about it is like a lot of the conversations. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like the conversation that he has with his uncle mm -hmm. is really nice. Um, the, you know, the conversation he has with his dad, and then I also like while I don't really care for the bad guy that much, um, I think that 
turn at the end is yeah is kind of power is fairly powerful yeah right i mean it's like it's it, it's hard hitting anyway um and and, it, and in a way it doesn't i don't think it works that great because he's so over the top through most of the you know they, they the rest hint of the movie. at it they hint at it briefly with they the locket do. They but do like yeah it is yes. he is so like there, very you know evil bad you know guy. there's <laughs> another shoe that's gonna drop right so yeah. it's not it's not a huge surprise um you know something is gonna happen with that guy by the end um but he's just he's so bad right yeah <laughs> like right he's just right. <laughs> and um but you know but like the way they they, they filmed that uh, you know trip through his mind and his past i think was really well done i mean yeah you know it's, it's it's gut punching in the way that some of uh the most recent guardians of the galaxy movie is kind of gut punching hmm. yeah i would add to that the i thought the involvement of the family was a fun and different dynamic than yeah. we often see in these mm-hmm. types of movies yeah. i mm-hmm. i will say this movie struggles a little bit with trying to figure out i love the fact that its tone is at sometimes or the setting is unapologetically kind of sci-fi they're like it's yeah. like Miami, but there's all sorts of fancy skyscrapers. There's like, you know, things flying around. Yeah, the cord helicopter thing is pretty yeah, sci-fi. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like purple nobody's blinking at that. It's fine. Yeah. And I kind of yeah. enjoyed that aspect Same. of it, that it was kind of like a different you know, universe. Yeah, it's like I a near like future, the, right? Thought, it's like uh we're heading yeah, towards exactly. Blade Runner, but yeah. we're not there yet. But like it's a kind neon of, yeah. but like an upbeat neon future, which yeah. is kind of a thing that we don't see a lot. It's not noir. But it has that it's got it, sort of yeah. it but it recalls back to that Miami Vice kind of vibe, right? Of like Bright, yeah, pastel, exactly. bright colors kind of thing. It, it's, like, it it's like Blade yeah. Runner if you saw it in sunshine, essentially. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, the nice um, areas of LA. The environment hadn't been yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. But they also still deal with the like sort of economic, like the haves and the Disparity. have-nots, right? Yeah. They're off in the yeah. keys and like then there's the fancy city downtown. Um, I think if anything, the two things that turned me off the most were one, um, the humor is at times a little broad, uh, yes. which is not my thing. But, yes. um, and is that what we're calling fart was, jokes and, and yep, yeah, yep, dick yeah. jokes? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a little, uh, it was not the tone I, I was looking for. Yeah. No, uh, even though it, I do, do think George Lopez is generally pretty funny in this. Like, uh, there's yeah. a lot of bits of it that I really enjoy, but I felt like they just parts of it had devolved a little too much to, yeah. And I was even willing one. to accept him as like some sort of. <laughs> technology whiz right? i believe they you call him the like, mexican doc brown at one point yeah like i think i was like <laughs> I, just that, I thought funny. that worked that worked pretty well because yeah. his stuff is kind of you know a little Janky. bit ramshackle Janky. but it works yeah. <laughs> yeah um and then the other thing was i appreciate what they were trying to do with the um like <laughs> i'm just trying to put it this way yes the idea that there are a lot of racist awful people in this movie is definitely like a through line. Oh yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is overly pl- it is like uh, yeah. The very first scene involves the bit where Susan Sarandon calls um uh what's the actor? It's the guy from uh, what we do in the shadows. Harvey, Harvey Guillen. Guillen. Yeah, yeah, he calls him Dr. Sanchez and he keeps being like that's not my name and I'm yeah. like right. that that is to me cartoonishly stupid. Yeah. And then yes. the whole movie's so, cartoonish me, though, so, but, but the yeah. scene yeah. that got me yeah. with that I had to say this. I wrote it down because it made no sense. There's a scene where Jaime goes to Cord Tower and yep, he like I, talks I, I, was, to, I have this yeah. written down too. <laughs> and he talks to the receptionist. He's like, I'm Jaime Reyes. And she's like, you can wait over there, Jamie. And it's like, 
Okay, Why he just pronounced the just name. He just said Jaime. Right, didn't right. see like it written down. Yeah, that joke exactly. only works in... Uh, that That was like, <laughs> I get what you're doing here, but you you overplayed that in order mm-hmm. to make a point, and that was not right. great. If she had read it, if she had read it off of a clipboard or something, absolutely, yeah. of course she was going to say Jamie. There was no other way she was going to say that. However, he just yeah, said, said his it. name. That, like, that was you, me. Was... So you're, you're imagining the J in your head. <laughs> And then and you're then turning it into a RJ. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Com- comically bad. Um, but yeah. I will say on the flip side, I also, as broad as this bit is at the end, I did enjoy all the stuff with the grandmother. That yeah. was kind of funny. I kind of like that too. And I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I, think it's, I think the thing it that makes works. it work is, is, is not just because she's a grandma, but like, you know, but she was in, clearly involved in some stuff. Yeah. And, and they say her revolutionary specific, past or whatever. Yeah, some yeah. very specific stuff. And so I think giving it that, you know, that extra element of authenticity um, makes it work. Yeah. Um, for, yeah. You know, decently. The thing that I don't, the thing that I don't, I think this movie needed to pick what yes. it wanted to be in terms of like, mm-hmm. you know, because like, he goes through this whole thing where he's not going to kill Parapex. And um, and then l- the family, meanwhile, is in the Beetle machine. <laughs> and they're, they're, people. They're, yeah, they're, they're indiscriminately murdering they're trying these to shake, They're guys. trying to shake and some guy f- off of the leg of their killer robot, which is like... And they follow up that moment with the fart joke. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. So, yes. so like the family is gleefully killing people, and then there's a fart joke, and it's like you cannot have it both ways, <laughs> movie. Yeah. You cannot. You cannot say you know yeah. try and take yeah. this moral stand that killing is bad, and then just kill people <laughs> and make fart jokes right after. Yeah, but Carap- that is not okay. Carapax had a name, so. No, Carapax. Yeah. Carapax. Carapax. Whatever. It's all, he's not going to take it. Offense to it. Um. Yeah. So I agree. This. I kind of thought that I was going to be a little bit more negative on this movie than you two were, because we texted previously and you guys seemed pretty up on it. And I, I think with reason, after having seen it. When it opened, uh, there's the establishing shots. I, I, don't, I can't have it bring it up on my iPad right now because I'm scared it's going to pull my headphones away. But uh, it's a very, very standard kind of shot, right? Kids waking up in bed, like close-up foot touching the ground. Like, it's all very much the language of film that everybody's accustomed to. We kind of getting on with his day kind of stuff and just the, like an introduction to a character that could be in one of millions of movies. Um, and it kind of continues with that. It's a pretty by the numbers superhero story where it goes yeah. different and kind of, I think is almost subversive and pretty uh, interesting and sort of made the movie for me is in the scene where you know, a corporate militarized police force invade the home of undocumented people and one of them ends up being killed. Not at the hands of the bad guy, just at the hands of some nameless goon who hits him in the head because he's a, you know, he's a gun-wielding yeah. thug. Uh, whew, that was rough. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that said something, you know? It, it, it was, uh, as much as the fun, family-loving stuff is, I think, uh, speaking to that part of the... Uh, Hispanic American sort of experience. Uh, I think that did too, and that it was uh, maybe sort of sit up and pay a little bit more attention to the movie. Um, I think similarly, Carapax's background being a child soldier who'd been, you know, bombed by effectively American-backed uh, 
bad guys private military yeah, yeah private mil- yeah. well yeah private military so in both of these cases they're actually you know the they're analogs in fiction to Ameri- actions of the american government right like the the police raids swatting yeah. and you yeah, know i mean they, they have they have a, like a reagan quote playing over them yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but they're, but they're assigning him to court industries which makes it a little you know it it's an easier pill to swallow i suppose uh but i thought both of those were very well done and uh really quite poignant and if anything they got wrapped up in what is effectively a Shazam style movie and that level of humor with the farts and, and the, the, Oh my God, this kid's getting a boner. I guess he's 20. So who knows? I don't know. Uh, that sort of weird social awkwardness and that kind of like fart jokes and like grandma with a big gun and all of that is feels to me quite Shazam style of, uh, how to construct one of these DC EU movies. And, uh, yet, there were some real poignant pieces in there that actually really worked for me, uh, and not just the negative experiences, but like the uh, certainly the through line for the whole thing is uh, family. Uh, I kind of expected Vin Diesel to just make an appearance and be like, "Yeah, I told you, family." Told <laughs> you, it's family. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, there's a, there's, but there's more to this movie are, than I thought. It is a very by the numbers movie. Yeah. And yet, uh, <laughs> that would have been a great thing at the very end of the, of the credits. <laughs> it just cuts to Vin Diesel, yeah. and he just goes family, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it fades to black. There, it's interesting. It's a great point, guy, because I feel like there's points in this movie where maybe the little subversiveness starts to poke through. Yeah. One of the things there's a a throwaway joke in one of the very beginning scenes that made me laugh, and I ran it back as Jaime's coming down the escalator. In yep. the airport, I love it. Oh, I was saving this for the end. <laughs> I was saving it for the end. <laughs> Sorry, I, it made wait, me wait, laugh wait. so much. The, there's an ad it. behind him that says Vo- Palmera City voted number one lowest tax rate for corporations in America, <laughs> which I just it's just a brilliant little bit there uh, that is not mentioned anywhere at all. It's literally just in the background, but it made me do a double take and run back and be like, yeah, that's pretty funny. Do you know what else is funny in that scene? Because that whole scene is packed. Like, that's when I was like, oh, it's okay. We're getting, we're getting a funny movie. Uh, the guy that's standing behind him on the escalator, uh, I forget what he tells him. Something about like... Oh, yeah. He has a conversation with him right at the Yeah, beginning. I forget. He says something snarky to him. And he it, in his phone, he's, he keeps swiping right on what's effectively Tinder. Oh, and it's like, all women that yeah, are like exactly. in their 20s. And he's clearly like an old, dirty jackass <laughs> in his 60s, like just Tinder hooking up with all of these people. It was pretty funny. Like, there were small little neat bits in here that I think they did a really, really good job with. Some of which I didn't particularly understand. Uh, like the grandma giving her a lemon. I didn't really know what that was. Uh, there's like a lot of like sort of little in-jokes that I think make a lot of sense if you are from that culture or familiar with it more than, you know, me from yeah. Montreal, Canada. Not <laughs> not particularly uh, a place where you get a lot of Hispanic Americans sort of uh, hanging out with. I- I appreciated how much of it too they do in like Spanish and yeah. like sort of code switching and you know too like and even sort of a Spanglish mix at yeah. times like it's unapologetic in that way and I appreciate that aspect of it a lot yes. which is that like it, it is about people from this culture and it is going to embrace that yes um I thought that was you know 
is that a bold move? No, I mean it's not a bold move. It's the way it should be. Like, yeah. but it it is it is just something that sets it apart from you know. In some ways, there's an analog here to something like Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. right? With the family, mm-hmm. the the focus on family and the culture of that family and the you know background of that family being a major pl- uh, point. But it, it feels a shame that it took after how many dozens of superhero movies we've had. <laughs> You know, to deal with to have one that is rooted in the culture of such a huge chunk of this country of the U.S. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it took yeah. forty movies of of superheroes before we had one that's really about the Latin American experience. Yeah, I mean, we don't yeah. even have an African American experience. I get well, black. Okay, uh, you know, black obviously Black Panther, black which I think Panther is sort of bigger, but, but certainly touches on it. Uh, and certainly, yeah. well, I guess Killmonger's yeah, perspective I mean, I is the, the first movie handles it handles it very well simply because they have Killmonger in there. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. I would argue uh, parts of parts of Luke Cage, uh, the Netflix yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was yeah, I was confining myself to, well, to but movies. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Luke, not a, Luke Cage did a I agree. great thing. There's not not as much as there there should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, let's see. Um. I yeah I mean again I I kind of like that the the sci-fi nature of like okay they're building these crazy like exoskeleton suits and stuff like that is you know uh, the the military industrial complex is the enemy here in some ways this does feel like you mentioned Iron Man it felt to me a little bit of a riff on Iron Man oh it's which, very much again yeah if yeah the yeah. fact that that yeah. that movie was 15 years ago is like yeah you, you know it's part of the culture now if you want to do a riff on that in your DC flying world, up into space have, getting no like problem. you know falling back down <laughs> having like the the suit going all <laughs> yeah. wacky uh you know the robots are actually his family so that's I don't mean it that way, but like the way the scene plays out, right? Like his family fussing over him after he falls back down. It's very beat for beat, which is kind of why I was like, okay, this is a by the numbers, you know, superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. The superhero ness of it, I think, is not, it doesn't really. <laughs> I can't tell if it was. It doesn't in- expand the superhero genre. I mean, right. it expands the superhero genre in that it does introduce another culture and, and does quite well with that part of it. But I mean, if you just limit it to the superhero part, it's not really doing much of anything. Right. Like, I, I, can't, it's it's ordinary. A, I can't tell if it's, uh, by the numbers, because like that's kind of the formula that the, the company wanted, kind of thing, what the writers mm-hmm. wanted to do, or if it's by the numbers as, an in joke almost like we're just going to hit all the same beats we're going to you know what i mean like i can't i can't tell it's certainly well executed it, there's there it is very well executed i just i'm not really clear on the intent of it it's got a bit of a spy kids vibe to it too too as you know weird like over the top way like the giant guns and all of that stuff i don't know why spy kids was my touchstone for that i think it's cuz cuz i saw it it recently maybe i don't know it is it is intriguing, and I'm not sure how much of it is tongue in cheek. Even the bits that they're playing straight. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I, yeah, well, the be. thing I appreciate from the superhero perspective is at least it was a smaller stakes mm-hmm. story. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. That was good. Yeah. Um, I thought the uh, the bit with uh, uh, Harvey Guillen at the end was good, where he you know gives his whole name and then decides to help him out and locks him in the room there and everything. Like I kind of enjoyed that bit. Um, I, I, I had a couple, a handful of things that I liked, which were, uh, um, I mentioned the Mexican Doc Brown thing was a good bit. Uh, 
the, of course, the Big Belly Burger box. Got it. Yeah. Scarab is hunting. <laughs> Thumbs up on that. Yep. Um, I like that he's I got enjoyed... a burger box there, and just when he sits down at the table, they're just handing out uh, like tortilla, like taco stuff. Like yeah. Yes. <laughs> burgers. Yeah. Well, it's just a. We... It's just a nice shot to be like, look, burgers. We're not into burgers. We're into this. Like they, they don't say also, anything. Like it's just taco a... heat. Yeah. The taco eats at the beginning looks amazing. Yeah. Also, um, wait, and... is it just me or does George Lopez keep calling his truck the taco? He does, it's a Tacoma. Yeah, because at one point he's like, so he oh, my Tacoma. Taco, yes. Like, th- that is some very explicit product placement. <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to say also, the I think when he opens it, the scarab's there, but there's also still a side of fries in there, which is also That's great. kind of amusing. Yeah, fun touch. Um, I, I, even though this was the bit, the, a couple of the bits that were in the trailer, I thought were actually good, and I wish they hadn't been in the trailer Same. because... Um, so like I love the 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 bit where he's like I'm gonna find a job and I'm gonna change and turn everything around and then they do the zoom in yes. to the estate and everything and then he's oh, yeah. turns out he's yeah. just cleaning up. I I that's a funny scene. It's a it's, they stole the bit like the the trailer ruined the yeah. bit because that is a good yeah. funny joke and it's just got you know yeah. you you knew the punchline uh, that they gave you the punchline in the trailer right. which breaks it the uh, uh, the George Lopez's Batman's a fascist comment. <laughs> yeah <laughs> also. Thumbs up on that, which Here's I enjoyed. Here's the thing. I enjoyed it in more trailer. in the trailer because once I started watching the movie and I was like, okay, this guy's clearly a crackpot. It sort of undermines the Batman is a fascist thing when but it comes from a crackpot. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It was like, he's, he's not wrong. They, that character is, is fascinating because he's like, he's one of those people who is like definitely a conspiracy theorist, but also several of the things he believes are definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a tricky position to play that character in. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I love that the the thing the uh, weapon the sister ends up with is a Nintendo Power Glove. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that made right. me laugh as well, just from a pure nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I'm trying to think what else is on my list. The other thing I had this is totally a minor thing, but like at one point that like they're talking to Jenny about like oh he's got a degree and his sister says his degree is in pre law, and I was like, is that a degree do you get a degree in no. pre-law no i don't think you no you, you get a degree you, in english usually. yeah exactly i think we'll that's i thought that was a, a very strange business, thing I, I just took that a very as her strange thing to bring up. i thought that was just her making fun of him oh okay well that, yeah that i mean would and, make and more and sense. i think that would be like right and then also like if you knew someone was you know getting their degree in order to go on yeah. law school and that's you, you know right because they and it's a, a funny thing to try to cool. tell like the, the girlfriend either to pump yeah. him up yeah. or to like make him look like a goof whichever you know i i kind of like the chaos mm-hmm. agency of it it was just like i'm just doing <laughs> stuff and who knows what'll happen uh but yeah it doesn't make sense uh, but i was okay with that because who cares yeah, yeah i i it weighs an eyebrow but it was you know not a big deal yeah. um the cast i felt like the cast was pretty good for the most part like i thought everybody yeah would i don't susan sarandon i have a question of like i mean she's just eating scenery here yeah like it's yeah. not yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong with her performance yeah. i, I kind of hate watching her be a terrible racist <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i you know i generally like well, her yeah i generally um, like, good on yeah. her for taking it because i think she probably read it and was like you know what uh i am clearly the butt of the joke here and everything's bad and why not? You know, like I get to. He, she basically does a Cruella Deville 
thing, right? Like it's yeah. it's yeah. bananas over the top. Like she pulls out an Uzi at some point, which is right out of the eighties. I don't know. That's right. So, that's right. So bad yeah. guy. <laughs> it's like to shoot her uh, knees too, which is like that's not. Uh, yeah, you, you were just a cartoon villain. Yeah. Uh, it reminded yeah. me, yeah. but it had that moment of also reminding me that uh, Sigourney Weaver showed up as the bad guy in the Defenders and was like, oh man, there. I feel like there. Yeah. There's a lot of squandered opportunity in some of yeah. these. Yeah. <laughs> I do love Susan Sarandon. I mean, she's, you know, whatever. At times a little wacky, but I, I, man, her work is just so great. Like, she's really, really cool. Uh, I don't know where she goes from here, right? Like, I could, wait, did she get killed? Yeah, she got oh, killed. Yeah, she's dead. Yes. Yeah, she, 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 got, she, got she got blowed up, up in the helicopter. Yeah. Right. Real good. Okay, yeah. so that's where yeah. she goes. She goes and, you know, yeah. to the, some other movie. <laughs> Into a million Into, pieces. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, apparently they really they cast uh, a lot of the family especially the like parents uh, were like well known Mexican actresses mm-hmm. who they who they like wanted to bring into I'd this. heard that like, yeah. yeah we're like oh people that, that you would recognize if you watch a lot of like Mexican cinema and stuff like that which I think again is a, is a cool I think that's awesome because it's not yeah. not something there, there is a huge culture of Mexican cinema and it's something that most yeah. Yeah. you know most yeah. people in the US don't really know anything about and so yeah. um yeah, i think it adds some heft you know with the parents and the grandmother to like have them in there like they all are clearly really good at what they're doing yeah um so I, know, we we should point out that there. the director himself is i, I believe mexican angel manuel soto i think he's yeah i want to say i or, thought i said he was uh puerto rican oops sorry okay yeah uh, he's certainly he's puerto rican. the writer the writer is mexican okay Sorry, he's Mexican American. Okay. But it's coming from a place of knowing all of this stuff, including, you know, the, the whole creative team behind it, yes, which is it clearly shows. It really, yeah. really shows. And I really liked it, uh, like Carapax, uh, not played by Danny Trejo, which I feel would have been the go to <laughs> ca- like like white dude Danny casting Trejo director role, yeah. move is like, uh, get me Danny Trejo. We got a bad guy who needs to look mean, you know? So I'm, uh, and I thought he did a great job. I, I, his character was a little written to me like, very very yeah. bad guy but in terms of the performances he was asked for like when he was in the chair hearing that uh the kid was going to get tortured and killed uh uh hi uh hey me hi me uh i he his face sold it like i i believe that he was like yeah. okay uh, this this part of the job sucks i don't like it this is no good you know like i i have no problem believing that he was okay with killing in combat but watching a young man get tortured as he had been had a tortured life i i his performance in that scene uh worked for me which gave me uh something to to hang his ultimate sort of turn his twist on later and for being asked to be basically a thug in a big red suit i think he did a terrific job so i wonder if it would have worked maybe a little bit better if you could have tied in his past like had a flashback scene at the beginning that somehow ties Ted Cord into it. I mean, I don't know. I'm just like pulling this out of my, you know what at this point, yeah. but um, instead of dumping all of us that on all of us at the end and having it be like a big turn from this, this kind of mustache almost, I mean, not, he wasn't really mustache twirling, but he was very was a heavy. He's playing. He was, the heavy. Yeah. 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 He was very, very bad. I think if we'd see <laughs> throughout the movie. maybe something like he resents, uh, the cords holding his life in their hands kind of thing. Like, uh, he got blown up and so they protect, they fixed him. Well, quote unquote, fixed him with 
cybernetics i'm assuming i don't know it's pretty yeah it looks like he has like a robot yeah. arm yeah and if he resented that kind of uh you know having to become their bulldog maybe that would that would have played yeah, a little better, but yeah, we get. So we, not yeah, a, I just. We, I wish there had been a little bit. Yeah, more we had no motivation for him other little, than you know. I feel like he's he yes, he does motiv- motivation as opposed to just those looks where right. it's like yeah. Oh, I don't like yeah, that. I think he has <laughs> some subtle bits where he seems like not happy with his entire state of sure. affairs. But yes, he's it's there's not a lot of room in the script for. But him there's no to, you don't know exactly why or what yes. you know what led up to that. Yeah, I wanted to point out this guy's background. I was just looking up his name is Raúl Tuilo. Um, he is a uh, American actor, dancer, choreography, and theater director. Oh, he was cool. a former soloist with the Nicolet Dance Theater and the original choreographer and co-director for the American Indian Dance Theater. And he's also what? 68 years old. What? Uh, oh, this yeah. guy's awesome. This guy's yeah. <laughs> guy kind of a badass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also point out for you, uh, for you um, guy, he trained extensively with the Toronto Dance Theater. Um, and received the CanCom Ross Charles Award in Canada to attend Banff Center's Screenwriters Workshop for Aboriginal Storytellers. Anyways, he started his screen acting career in Canada. That's great. Uh, 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 yeah, that's wonderful. Guy, I mean, yeah. he's got a huge filmography. I bet. I, I don't think I've seen him, though. Who are, and if I have, uh, you know, actor, so uh, maybe... I, cl- yeah. I have, but I didn't quite... Um, okay catch it was in apocalypto um oh i have seen that probably looked, he probably looked a bit different um, yeah than that yeah there's a lot of stuff yeah he's been in a uh, lot of stuff <laughs> i've been steering away from mel gibson movies for a while now so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean i he's didn't on, yeah right i mean yeah, I he's on my do not watch, watch it because list. of that yeah. but it's a pretty it's a fairly powerful movie. oh yeah 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 for sure yeah uh well anything else you guys want to say should we jump to a ritual or uh yeah let's do a ritual uh sure why do you go first? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is tricky because, like, I don't. I think I liked it better than giving it a John Junior. Is the thing. Like, I mm. think I I mainly enjoyed myself. <clears throat> there were things I did not like in it, but I found myself paying a lot more attention than I thought it would. And unlike that second Shazam movie where I like literally checked out and stopped yeah. watching after fifteen minutes, I actually was interested enough to watch this whole movie, even if we hadn't done this podcast. I think yeah. I probably would have finished it. So I, it gets like a, it just tips over into Biff for me, just just slightly. Like I, I don't think it's the the best movie of all time, but like I think it was good enough that I feel like, yeah, I enjoyed that, and I I'm not terribly sad that I that I watched that for two hours. Like there are definitely a lot of other superhero movies even that I would be like, no, I'm not, I'm not even interested. I'm checking out. But I thought there was enough charisma and charm in here, and enough sort of fun and just enough of a like as as guy said like there's just enough like subtext and stuff going on to make it a little bit more complex than i expected so uh and i think that the lead actor has a lot of charm yeah. i think that guy is really uh really good. there's a reason that they're holding on to him as blue Beetle, i think which is i think even with this movie even people not having seen this movie he's kind of like untainted in some ways so, like, you can bring that character into the DC universe. He doesn't have a lot of baggage. He's in Cobra um, Kai, which is also very good, by the way. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Does he want to also, play Also, he's, like, he's legit, <laughs> like, what, like 20? <laughs> 99 yeah. out of who 10, baby. Who doesn't want to play Kang? Yeah. Who doesn't want to play Kang this week? Yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to say, also, that guy is, what, 20? He's 22, yeah. so he's legit, like, the age uh, of that character. Oh, my God. I just realized where I knew him from. Oh, my God. Cobra I didn't Kai. realize this is actor. <laughs> no, uh, he was on the show Parenthood, yeah. which I watched. Oh, 
okay. uh, where he plays like an adopted uh, son. Huh. I did not realize sorry, what did, the I same character. What you said for some reason it got Parent, by the... Parenthood, uh, oh, okay. which was on NBC maybe a decade ago, and he's like a kid in that show. Oh, wow. uh, and I did not realize it was that character, which is great. He's he's very good. Um, yeah. So uh, and also that his love interest is like six years older than him. So you oh, know. yeah. Yeah. Uh, good on you, I guess. Well, that's, yeah, that's good. I mean, you know, Hollywood usually does it the other way around. So I, I did yeah. appreciate also that they had the um, the lead, uh, uh, the actress playing Jenny is um, they mentioned at one point that she's Brazilian. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of like, yeah, why not? Like, sure. Tay Court has a daughter who's Brazilian. That's fine. Like, we don't need to yeah. belabor that or like pretend yeah, that sure. she's not Brazilian yeah. when she clearly right. like has a slight <laughs> accent and everything. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was a good embracing of the, you know, uh, even having characters who are not part of the, the, the uh, Mexican American background that we predominantly see yeah. um, to have somebody, you know, who is of, uh, of, you know, a, a, a different culture. Yes. Uh, John, do you want to go? So wait, I'm assuming. Wait, you <laughs> gave it a biff, yes. right, Dan? I did give it a biff. Like a, it's a, a mild slight biff, diff. but it's a biff. Eked out a biff, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it a high, John Junior. I think <laughs> because the things, the things that bug me about it, and I, and I think I would have done that after seeing it the first time, and then seeing the second time really cemented it for me. It's just like the things that bugged me about it, which are very DCU type things, um, and it's the humor basically and then also the you know like i said before the thing about like not trying to stake out a, a claim to territory that it doesn't stick to uh bothers me enough that it drags it down um it's just uh, the th- it was the same thing well it was this the flash had more problems obviously but yeah. uh the the level of humor that they're shooting for is um, I think they need to up their game a little bit and because it, I think it drags the movie down quite a bit. And I, and you know, like I said, like, I think I, we, we talked, the things that we talked about having to do with the cultural aspect of the film, I think were really well done and I enjoyed them quite a bit. Um, the superhero stuff was, was just, a was just okay. <laughs> that it was fine superhero stuff, but no, no real new ground broken. Um, I you know and I'm glad he's going to st- I mean you know assuming that they actually do this I'm glad he's going to stick around because like you said it, it, the actor I think was really good I think the character's good and I hope that if they do have him stick around they do keep the family mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because I think that part is really central to the appeal of the character yeah. and just having him suddenly show up in the Justice League or something like that isn't going to be as much fun I think that's one of the things that made the Marvels so much fun is having um, Kamala's family there and it worked really well it made it more grounded even though it was a <laughs> thing that happened mostly in space and it would lose a lot if they just decided to shed that aspect of the character and I hope that doesn't happen hmm. so anyway I mean I, you know it's like I didn't I didn't I didn't hate it <laughs> I didn't really love it either though there were parts of it that I really liked and just enough of it that sort of dragged it down to that level for me Guy you're on the call I don't wow sorry I was trying to gather my thoughts would you rather I just babble everything <laughs> out like you guys do or no, do you, you want do you want something I, considered I'd um, rather you battle everything else. I was trying to swallow my, my water that I'd had because I didn't realize John was coming <laughs> to such an abrupt stop. Just, it's like that guy's just slammed on the brakes. Anyway. <laughs> do a spit take, too. What did you say? 
anyway, uh, I don't love this movie for sure. I am not even sure I like it. I do. <laughs> I do think it's a biff. If if <laughs> interesting, someone's gonna need to explain this rating system. To me. <laughs> so, so oh god, no, no. You know what? Now my new thing is I'm never gonna explain it again. Um, so I think it works. I, I, if you take Biff as being like, did it do what it set out to achieve? Which we kind of have to do because some things are actual really stone cold amazing things that we watch and some are not not they're just not good but they did their thing that they're not good and they did it really well and that's fun and i think this kind of falls into that category um i'm really glad you two went first because uh i think it has tempered my enthusiasm for it in in a good way because I started not liking it and I found a couple of things that I did like about it and I think that that contrast in enjoying a couple of things I managed to hang a bunch of <laughs> my enjoyment on uh, and just glazed over all of the rest which I don't like bug fart jokes I don't like yeah, uh, you know mm-hmm. like obviously there's the disparity of like we're not going to kill somebody but the family's going on a killing spree which is whatever it's a cartoon so fine i i think they set out to do what, well it's not it's not technically right <laughs> that's the thing and that's where i think where they need to choose right and i think that they yeah. made a fun cartoon in the vein of shazam is kind of my touchstone for this well it's clearly iron man but shazam in terms of the tone of the humor right a very kitty sort of thing but they dropped in some very very uh poignant and kind of dark ideas in there which i found interestingly and sort of it doesn't subvert the trope at all but it's uh sort of an unflinching uh surfacing of of some kind of truths that are there that i don't expect to find in an otherwise totally cookie cutter by the numbers superhero movie that i think did superheroes the way they've always been done you know what i mean like you buy one hamburger from McDonald's or or wherever Burger King. It's all kind of the same burger sort of thing, and I I feel like that the superhero bits fit into that. Uh, but I think I will. I think it'll give it a biff because I think it did in fact do what it wanted to do. Uh, is that is that fair? Like, do you feel like I'm sure? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can give it whatever you want to give. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's also, well, it's a question to me. Uh, I, I feel like the, <laughs> to get into the rating system is the, well, it, yeah. is like, is it, is it something that I'm going to recommend to someone? Never. Um, I won't. Really, I just won't do it. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. I, well, so that's, that's the thing. I don't, I wouldn't say, oh yeah, go see that movie. And no. I feel like that's a biff to me. Um, that's the difference. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Junior. Like, do I regret watching this movie? No, I don't regret watching this movie at all. Whereas like, a, like a, an Alex is a movie I kind of regret. Watching. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're slyly explaining the rating system. Slyly. Yeah. Expl- well, I'm explaining my interpretation of how I hand out. Yeah. <laughs> well, particular. Grade. I mean, surely, 
I, I don't want to hold you to account here, but there's definitely been times where you've said something's a biff and you wouldn't admit to anybody in the whole world that you actually watched it. <laughs> like episodes of Arrow or or The Flash. The Flash definitely yeah, comes oh, to yeah. mind. Where yes, you're like, slide, oh, that was a biff. The scale slides, people. Yeah. Well, the scale slides. Yeah, that's kind of yes. what we're and debating. It's also, it's also evolved. Right. I think now yeah. that we're, you know, I think when you're covering... Right, <laughs> a show. Yeah. When you're covering a show, it's a little bit different. I think it yeah, it's more like sure. Like you're yeah. already watching. You're already watching the show. Right? right. You've already committed to watching the show. If you're listening to us do coverage of it, mm-hmm. you. I mean, I, if you're if you're listening to us do coverage of it and you're not watching the show, uh, more power to you. I guess I don't know why you're doing that, but okay. But I assume that the people who are listening are watching yeah. the show anyway, and it's just like a rating of one against the other. Right. It's not like. It's not like would I t- would I tell somebody to watch Arrow season season five episode six? Right. <laughs> no, no, don't don't do that. Yeah, with yeah. a movie though, it may be like you know, yeah, you're possibly encouraging somebody. Well, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's always tricky tricky to figure out like is it a you know like there's good like recommend don't recommend and then uh, yeah like in the middle. Yeah, like yeah. it's not quite thumbs up, thumbs down. No, but, I, know, I think I think, I think some, and that's how I feel yeah. about that. That's yeah. definitely new rating that. system. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Three thumbs sideways. That's that's our. <laughs> I think I think that's you, our analysis. Are we, are we turning the thumbs like like left facing le- a burner? Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like I, I, I've already okay. got early arthritis, people. I don't need this. <laughs> okay, stay out of my thumbs. Anyway, with that out of the way, is there any closing business we get to do? Uh, I don't know. Is there any quick? Uh, we probably. I'm looking through back through our. Uh, we still got what if coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, and they've they've put out a couple of trailers and some more information about what um, we're going to see. I saw there was and some uh, learned... reviews of Echo out. I there are yeah, some, not, there's some there's broad some impressions. I think the yeah. reviews are not. Sorry, Embargo's you, still yeah. on for. I, but, I but tend but to people have talked about studiously it. avoid that stuff yeah. until we get a chance to talk about it. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, you sure. Know? I mean, I'm. I think I just saw I a couple like you don't. you know <laughs> adjectivally people yeah, saying yeah, yeah. yeah. Moltz is the opposite. I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's something I don't care about, sure. But I mean, I think Echo has the chance of being great and I or at least interesting. And I kind of just want to go into it cold. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in also they announced uh, Marvel said they would be doing a Disney Plus animated Black Panther series that would do the history would be about the like history previous black panthers yeah that's good um, that's which was plenty interesting of, plenty of time to do that yeah i and i kept sitting there thinking didn't they at some point announce a tv show and i'm trying i'm totally like i went looking for it and i was like either i totally invented this in my head or it was something that was like rumored but never came to fruition oh wait so i thought that at some wakanda? point they had announced like a, like a history wakanda of wakanda based tv show yeah they definitely did okay uh, I'm, I, I'm I like could not find 99% sure of that. This oh is where God. I end up in the problem where like trying to search for it on Google, just everything about and it is just, about the current they, one. I think they just kind of stopped talking about well, it. Well, wait. <laughs> I, I mean, do you remember. know what happened? Yeah. What happened is, uh, and I, I'm bringing this up because A, it's incredibly pertinent. B, we haven't had one on lap yet. Uh, it's when uh, Beverly Crusher uh, can't find any information about, uh, <laughs> about Dr. Quace. Being on the Enterprise mm-hmm. because the universe is shrinking. Dr. Dalen Quaze. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love, I love that you can pull that name. I was I, so happy you got Quaze and I choked on his first name. I'm not sure I would have been able to do it if you hadn't come up with Quaze. Yeah, Galen Quaze. Yeah. Anyway, 
I think that's what happened to this Black Panther TV show that you're looking for, Dan. I'm looking around and finding references to it from March, saying it was still in the works, yeah. which makes me wonder if either they pivoted and turned it into an animated show, or they had not announced that it would be animated, or... Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this does yeah, feel know. like... Yeah. I mean, if the project starts with like writing a bunch of scripts... Sure, why not make it animated? You know, if it, if it gets so ambitious, you're like, eh, this is not, we don't have the budgets for this. You know, like, uh, turns out Marvel or Disney Plus is not making money hand over fist the way we anticipated, so how do you feel yeah. about animated? It's like, yeah, well, we got the scripts, we got the talent for the voices, so why not, you know? And a lot of times, you know, when they say this thing is in development, could just mean they were like, hey, we want to do a, a Wakanda TV show. Yeah with you ryan cooler if you like if you want to produce this and other people work on it or whatever like and that's it right like they might be like yeah it's a tv show it's about wakanda yeah. we'll figure out the details later yeah that's an industry that needs to shut his mouth it needs to learn to shut his mouth i think because <laughs> i think typically like, traditionally uh you know who was working on what and all of that was not super public but broadly known within the trade you see the trades yeah, yeah the trades like picked it up and all that but you're coming head up against like very serious nerddom and you know they're just going to salivate over every single detail and it's not going to be productive kind of thing so sure we're, we're this is what kind of things in development okay so now everybody's going to pick apart every little word that you say uh, and it's it, i don't know just leads to chaos basically like I, I think you end up having to overcome some bad pr that is not your fault uh, it's just the expectations are not being met because the expectation machine is being cranked up to high for, you know, weird, dumb reasons. Like people doing podcasts incessantly about your work. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, did I just undermine with us? Your, no, with yeah. your rating systems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, weird rating systems. Um, uh, I think that was largely what I had on the docket for us. So cool. We can, we can wrap this up a surprisingly short uh a show for us but, but we'll good. be recording christmas morning for uh... that's right we'll all be getting up <laughs> unwrapping our you know getting our stockings in our pajamas mm -hmm. yep in our pajamas unwrapping some episodes of what if um yeah i don't actually know what Drinking we're doing some christmas for, cheer i don't know what we're doing for what if. Yeah, yeah we'll text yeah. each other and figure it out and i don't know well, we'll, yeah. we'll certainly talk right, about that it. Because that works so well. <laughs> well, yeah, we do exactly. text each other a lot. Does we, do we ever, <laughs> we never work anything out. But yeah. Have we ever figured anything no. out? No. 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 Yeah. Uh, I suspect, if I were to guess, I would suspect you can probably see us back in a couple weeks to cover at least a, uh, the bulk of the season, yeah. and maybe we'll then wrap up the end of it uh, in the subsequent fashion before... Uh, Echo launches pretty early in January. I yeah, think. Dan is making no <laughs> past. What? What's what's the classic thing? Past performance is no indicator of future performance. Yeah, future yeah. results. <laughs> future yeah. results. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we will wrap up for now. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Um, and I guess we'll be back one more time before the end of the year. So I won't wish you a happy new year yet. But happy holidays to all out there celebrating. And um, thank you for making Biff part of your holidays. That was a weird thing to say, but I said it. Uh, <laughs> most of all, thank you to everybody We're coming who to your supports. House. <laughs> We're coming to your house to watch What If. All of us together. Uh, thank you for everybody who supports uh, the show as a member of The Incomparable. We really do appreciate it. It means a lot to us, and we're glad that you out there enjoy the show enough to support it. Um, and thank you, of course, to my co-host, John Moltz. Thank you so much for being here. 
I think I could start a you know pretty lucrative career as a onboarding specialist for alien software. <laughs> Someone needs to. Guy yeah. English, always a pleasure. Uh, those three dudes at the bus stop did what we always do at the end of the show. <laughs> they <laughs> they took a puff and they had a good night. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't endorse that, but. I can't. Also, can't. That stop was it. one of the other jokes. I wasn't really that. No, crazy it wasn't. It didn't really work. <laughs> it, it that was, bit does not work it was, at all. It just. It doesn't make. It's too. It's ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, I just hallucinated a bug man crashing into a car. It was also it's it's so a, long. It's a, like a low hanging joke. Super obvious yes. payoff. You know, like come on. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, glad we stuck that in right before. <laughs> yeah, the reiterate. Thank yeah. My, <laughs> I reiterate my rating. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody out there. We will see you next time. I mean, we would have had a better ending, but you stole my observation about the guy on the escalator.